Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Joining me on the line now is Mike Raumanachai, independent media consultant based in Bangkok, uh, to talk to us a little bit about how it's going there as today is one of the key opening days. Mike, welcome to Weekend Mornings. Uh, how's the situation looking in Bangkok? Uh, right now, I think it seems people are quite exciting about uh, they are quite excited about what's going on, uh, especially because today is the first day that the phase two of the easting restriction, you know, is is beginning. Be- um, I think especially shopping mall. I think it's the key of uh, of this phase two. You know, all the shopping malls are um, are opening, but with limited capacities. The furniture stores, you know, are, are opening as well, and and some other businesses uh, such as gyms. But um, but only small gyms outside shopping malls that are likely to to open. And the interesting things that I that I found out about these space too is that all of these businesses they have to register people to get in, so then the so that the government know how to contact trace if you know if another second outbreak happens. Yeah, we have seen that uh, here, of course, in Singapore as well. The the kind of using QR codes to check in before we get uh, into uh, going to any stores. Uh, we're on the line with uh, Mike Raumanachai, independent media consultant in Bangkok. And this is, a, you call it stage two. Uh, what are the different stages uh, going to look like, Mike? Do you know what the progression will be? Has the government announced it yet? So um, I think from the beginning, since the, before the opening of phase one, um, the government uh, uh, take between each phase, um, each phase for 14 days and see if there's no uh, rising of, uh, of new cases, then, then the government will start to ease the restrictions. You know, in the past 14 days, there has there only been single digits of new cases. Some mm-hmm. days we even have zero new cases. So, which actually proved to be a good sign, you know, since the opening of, of, of phase one. So, uh, if it's continued, the trend is continuing this way, um, the phase three, phase three is mean, you know, even, you know, easing more restrictions, um, I think it, it could possibly happen. Yeah. When you talk to people that you know uh, about this uh, lifting and going into phase two today, as you mentioned, uh, there's going to be uh, different businesses allowed to open, like electronic stores and furniture and shopping malls. Uh, different uh, department stores are opening today. Are are you? Would you think that there's going to be a mad rush for people to get out there and and get right back into the stores in a big way, or do you think people will be a little bit more measured in the way that they uh, go back to, about their kind of shopping lives? Uh, but, you know, interestingly, uh, because. The mall in Thailand, they're opening at uh, 10 a.m. It's now 10.44, and I've been looking through my social media feed, and I can see that that um, pe- people people line up, you know, to get in the mall in the, social, the socially distanced way, of course. Um, <laughs> but it, it doesn't seem to be a big rush. I think it's just because, you know, in the past, in the past few months, uh, some parts of shopping malls are open, like, re- I like, um, Restaurant for takeaways, uh, supermarkets. So it's, I think it seems that people are not really in need of, uh, you know, of the things that they that they need. Otherwise, you know, they can actually order it from online. I think I think it seems that people are interested to see, you know, what it is like to to go into the mall, you know, during this time. But I I don't think people 
actually would be really, really rushed to, to, to get into the mall because, you know, there are several steps for you to even, you know, get into the mall. You have to download an app. You have to scan a QR code. You have to register. You have to check, you know, to, to, to check yourself in and out using an app. So yeah. for, for some people, especially if they're coming for the large, you know, family, they have to, to check in every single person. So I mean, I mean the the Sunday activities where you go together, like you know, ten of you know, ten of you in a family, it would be you know more difficult. Yeah, on the line now with Mike Ramanachai, the uh, independent media consultant based in Bangkok, and uh, of course Thailand has suffered a lot from the loss in tourism. Uh, Bangkok and and you know you look at Phuket and other places, Chiang Mai, all across the country. Uh, is there a general sense of excitement that maybe things might start to get back into normal, some sort of normal territory in the next uh, three to six months? Or is it too early to tell just yet uh, about what might happen with uh, tourists coming back? I think it's, it is too early to tell because, you know, um, yesterday the the Civil Aviation Authority, um, you know, they made a new announcement that they're going to extend the ban of all international flights until the end of June. So which is actually um initially they they wanted to end the you know the the travel restriction uh by the end of this month but they but now they extended which is which which means that you know even we even in Thailand we start to reopen businesses the tourists still cannot come mm. to the country. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a really phased and moderate opening coming up. But that was interesting because you now the domestic flights are flying again, but there are some new regulations in terms of uh, of the social distancing on board the planes, right? And the and the PPE uh, requirements for the staff on the planes. Yeah. Um, so in in Thailand, you know, the the Civil Aviation Authority um, they come up with guidelines um, to you know for to for socially distance. And I, from my understanding, it's, it's some you know, some airline, some um, civil aviation organizations in different countries that, you know, they, they have different majors, but in Thailand, um, you know, they, they, they want to make sure that the airlines can only be able to sell, you know, the seats um, in a specific, you know, it depends on the size of the aircraft. So, so then they cannot, for example, sell the middle seats. And, and and that is actually a regulation. So and and all passengers must must wear masks. They have to go through a temperature check, and and that will be a standard. That's the regulations for for all flights, uh, for all the airlines in Thailand. Yeah, and hopefully that will work and and be carried on. Of course, as the international flights start up again, uh, Mike. When you think back to these past few months in general. Have the Thai people been satisfied with the way the government has handled uh, the, the the lockdown measures and and helping people to get the medical help they needed and and get well again? Has it has, has things generally gone well, or have, have there been sort of noticeable instances where things should have been handled differently? I think when it when it comes to the medical you know side of this. Um, I think people are quite are quite happy from what you know how the Thai government is handling with the you know with the outbreak situation. There hasn't been you know a very high numbers of casualties or a high number of of you know new cases. If, if, even in the past month, 
so I think I think people are generally happy with this, but at the same time, you know, all the lockdown restrictions. Because if you look at the numbers of, of you know, of COVID cases in in Thailand, are much lower compared to to neighbor countries like Malaysia and Singapore. But we are putting the same uh, the same lock, lockdown measures. Yeah, the latest numbers I saw were something like three three thousand confirmed cases in Thailand and only fifty six deaths. I mean, that's that's quite remarkable for given the size of Thailand. Yeah, exactly. And 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 what I mean is that uh, because of this nature, it it makes it you know. It, I think for for some Thai people, they they think that it's probably a little bit too strict. That uh, maybe if if they could could lose up the you know the restrictions uh, a bit sooner. It would really help the businesses, you know, to to come back on their feet because there's now it seems to be a lot of unemployment, mm. um, especially on the especially on the hospitality and and travel sectors, and because as you know, Thailand uh, uh, relying heavily on on this sectors, almost twenty percent of the GDP, you know, rely on this, and almost almost everybody either on furloughed or you know they've been laid off, so. So I mean, a lot of these businesses they wanted to get back, but as as I said, because you know no tourists coming, they can't really they can't only rely on the domestic uh, tourism. So uh, we'll see how to, how that goes. All right, our thanks to Mike Ramanachai, independent media consultant in Bangkok. Appreciate your insight and views on what's happening uh, with Thailand's easing of lockdown restrictions. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.